know, I've heard Bishop say many times that you're only one yes away from your blessing. Because one yes from Jesus guarantees your blessing. It doesn't matter who says no. When Jesus says yes, you're, oh my goodness. Y'all, you know, um, I, I, so my prayer, and I want y'all to pray for me today, that I calm down. Pray that I calm down because um, I'm a little hyped right now because I got that Jesus swag. Who got that swag? Wow, wow. Yeah, you know, I'm, I've been doing this for almost 16 years. And I'm telling you, it's a one thing to do a give me a J when you're 32, but when you're 48, they give me a J just it hits a little different. Amen. I used to do back in the day, I would do give me a J and then run around the church. Now I do a give me a J and go sit down. <laughs> Amen. So we want to send our kids off to school right. Amen. With, with a firm understanding of who they are and a firm understanding of what they are. And so in an attempt to, to be part of that, that endeavor, I would like to turn your attention to 1 Peter chapter 2. And I'll be reading verses 9 and 10. It was already read into your hearing earlier today. And I praise God for Bishop and Lady Watts and... You know, our youth ministry continues to thrive because it's, it has continued to be valued by them. Amen? And we praise God for that. So verses 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that used to sow forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past was not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. So I'm gonna talk about swag today, schooling with Almighty God. Swag, schooling with Almighty God. So, you know, the scripture talks about how you are a peculiar people. And so the way that you go about obtaining your education has to be different from the way that other people go about obtaining their, their education. You see, some people go to school with the intent purpose of bullying somebody. Some people go to school with the intent purpose of being a classroom disruption, a classroom clown. Some people go to school just to be seen by their friends. Some people go to school just to get out of their parents' house or because their parents kicked them out of their house and said, you better go to school. <laughs> but what I want you guys to do as you go to school every day, I want you to go to school with purpose. Go to school on purpose and go to school knowing that what you learn has been ordained by God. You see, your teachers don't have to know God to be ordained by God for your education. And so I want to leave you know, five points with you on how you should school with God, with Almighty God. So the first point that I want to 
I want to make is seek always seek wisdom and guidance. Seek wisdom and guidance. So as, as, as you journey through this life, God will always place people in your life who wants to pour into your life. And what I want you to do is I want you to begin to ask God for discerning so that you know who to listen to and who not to listen to. Because everybody speaking is not worth listening to. Just because somebody has two lips and can project sound and make words with those sounds does not mean they should be listened to. So before you listen to anybody, seek God's wisdom. See, if you seek his wisdom and his guidance, then you will know when to chew and when to throw away the bone. You see, back in my day, the old folks used to tell us, you know, you don't have to take everything, just chew off the meat and throw away the bone. And it's only by discernment. And let me tell y'all something. Y'all are not too young to know how to discern. Y'all know when people fake. Y'all know when people are not real. Y'all know when people don't generally have your, your well-being at hand. And in the midst of seeking wisdom and guidance, what I want you to also do is when you, when, when, when you recognize that something is wrong, go to your parents and let them know. Your parents are your biggest advocate, and they want to know when something is wrong so they can advocate on your behalf. So seek wisdom and guidance. The second thing I want you to always do is speak with anointed grammar. Speak with anointed grammar. Don't talk like everybody else talk. You got your own swag. Use it. Use it to change the atmospheres that you're in. You see, when you speak with anointed grammar, the, the atmosphere has to change. Because the anointing, the, the anointing doesn't just break the yoke, it destroys the yoke that is intended to bind, bind you up. You see, understand that your words have power, your words have meaning, your words have the ability to create and destroy. So use your words wisely and speak with the anointed grammar that God has given you. You see, people always talk about how, how they were created in God's image. We say that all the time, but we don't really know what that means. So let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me break it down to the, to the lowest levels possible right now for you. When you look at God's creation, how did he create everything he created other, other than man and woman? With his word. When he wanted light, he said, let there be light. When he wanted waves to go through the oceans, he, he, he commanded it to be so. Guess what? Because you was created in the image of God, you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. And when you speak with anointed grammar, you can speak with authority. Because when you speak with authority, you speak with the authority that has been granted to you by God. You see, that's a free one. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that one. Speaking with anointed uh, grammar means you are speaking with the authority that God gave you. And what God has given you, no man can take from you. So you need to seek wisdom and guidance. You need to speak with anointed grammar. 
And you need to study working to apply greatness. You need to study working to apply greatness. Now, what does that mean? Greatness is inside of you. You just have to apply it. And in order to apply it, there's only one thing that's really necessary. Recognize it. You know, um, <laughs> Kevin Hart, you know, in, in one of his, uh, his stand-ups, you know, he, he said, you know, you're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. Well, guess what? If somebody don't recognize that you're great, you just tell them, oh, you're going to see I'm great today. All right, all right, all right. And, and by knowing that you're great, when you, when you come up on a problem that you don't quite understand, when you come up on a word that you don't quite understand, you understand that the ability to understand is inside of you because inside of you has been placed greatness and because greatness has been placed inside of you, you are able to do anything but fail. Because you realize that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And part of the application process is recognizing when you have reached the end of your rope and then going out and getting help. You see, the reason why some people never achieved the greatness that was inside of them is because when they reached the end of their rope, they didn't seek out the help that was there for them. And the help is not just, you know, through prayer. Yes, we pray. But, but when we pray, God dispatches his people to help us, to help our prayers get answered. And so when, when, when you're having issues, when, you, when, when, when you're having trouble understanding what it is that is front of you, what it is that is in that book, get the help that you need. Because the greatness is not just what is inside you, but it's also having people around you to speak it into you as well. So we seek wisdom and guidance. We speak with anointed grammar, we study work and apply greatness, and we stay with Almighty God. Stay with Almighty God. Friends are gonna come and go. And there are people who are very important in your life right now that are not even gonna be in your life 20 years from now. You know, that, 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 that boot thing you running behind? That boot thing you, you talking on the phone with instead of studying? Probably is not gonna even be around 20 years from now. He's your Facebook friend now, but his face won't mean nothing to you later. That friend who, 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 whose approval you always seek won't even be around later on. Or if they're around, they're probably working for you. So you go around seeking their approval, all the while they need to be seeking yours. Because what's inside of you, what does the Bible say? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And that he that is in me is God. And because God is in me, he's more than the world against me. So all I got to do to ensure to overcome is all I have to do is stay with almighty God. 
So, so you seek wisdom and guidance, you speak with anointed grammar, you study with work and applied greatness, you stay with Almighty God, and the last thing I want you to remember, remember always that you were saved with amazing grace. Now, now the last time I, 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 I preached on swag, I ended it the same way. I ended it by saying that, you know, you were saved with amazing grace. But this time, I'm ending it this way for a slightly different reason. Because I want you to be in full recognition every single day of your life as to why you are able to live, to move, and to have your being. I want you to understand every single day of your life that he who has made you is the one who loved you most. I want you to understand every day of your life that when it feels like the whole world is against you, God is for you and his amazing grace has been applied to your life. Remember every day of your life that you have been saved with amazing grace. Because amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a rest like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. You see, by remembering that you were saved with amazing grace, you can know that when you reach the end of your rope, God is going to grab that rope and pull you up to where you need to be. Remember every day of your life that you were saved with amazing grace. And if you walk with that understanding, if you walk with that knowledge, it does not matter how difficult the road may be. It does not matter how bumpy life becomes because you will know that you can get through all things because you have his amazing grace has been applied to your life. And he has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so the day he saved you, that same power exists for you today. If you don't remember nothing else I said today, remember you were saved with amazing grace. Because if we go through life knowing that God is in our corner, then it doesn't matter who leaves our corner because we know our corner is always covered. And so every day of your life, every day of the school year, every day moving forward, I want you to seek wisdom and guidance. I want you to speak with anointed grammar, study work and apply greatness, stay with Almighty God, and remember, you were saved with amazing grace.